Hey listeners, I recently launched an ad-free Serial Napper feed so that you can enjoy the podcast without interruptions. Elevate your Serial Napper listening experience by joining my Patreon community and get yourself an ad-free feed on Spotify. For just $2 a month, you can become a member today and unlock ad-free episodes while still supporting the podcast. It's super easy. Just visit Serial Napper on your Spotify app and click the button at the top that says exclusive episodes for subscribers. Don't use Spotify for your listening? No problem. Just visit patreon.com slash Serial Napper to get your episodes ad-free and enjoy uninterrupted storytelling while you get your naps in. Mother's Day is almost here. Have you found that truly special sentimental gift for your mom yet? Don't worry, I got you. MyLifeInABook.com is a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Here's how it works. Every week, MyLifeInABook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions that you want to ask. And then she can either type her response or use their voice-to-text feature And MyLifeInABook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges that she overcame. This book becomes a legacy, something you and your children can treasure forever. Your mom has given you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I loved this idea so much that I've started my own My Life in a Book for my children to have. The thought of my son and daughter being able to learn about my life story as they grow into their own adulthood is truly special. It's been an enjoyable journey of self-reflection for me too, with questions like, which one event made the greatest impact on your life? It's brought back memories I didn't even know I had. I love it, and I know your mother will too. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code SERIALNAPPER at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com and use code SERIALNAPPER for 10% off today. Hey everyone, my name is Nikki Young and this is Serial Napper, an international true crime podcast. I'm back with another true crime story to lull you to sleep or perhaps to give you nightmares. Why do women kill? Well, according to stats, their motivations are far different than men. Women usually kill those who are close to them, lovers, family members, and even their own children. They commonly believe that their victim is better off dead, or they might kill if they feel like their security is at risk, for example, if they're being divorced or written out of a will. In contrast to men, it's quite rare for a woman to kill another person in a jealous fit of rage. Caitlin Armstrong is an example of a woman who committed a very unlikely murder. She would murder professional cyclist Anna Mariah Wilson, who went by Mariah or Mo, after discovering that her boyfriend, pro cyclist Colin Strickland, was continuing to see her behind her back. 
Her jealousy had been building up over the last several months, with Caitlin attempting to block any communication between her boyfriend Colin and Mo. On this evening, May 11th, 2022, she would follow the pair around as they enjoyed a night out together, even following Mo right back to the place that she was staying at to compete in a race. Caitlin would murder Mo in cold blood before fleeing the country for over 40 days and attempting to change her entire identity through plastic surgery. The story of Caitlin Armstrong's pathetic jealousy is nothing short of bizarre. So, we're going to talk about it. But we're also going to talk about Mariah Wilson, the talented young woman who lost her life at the hands of a resentful hag. Before she was this incredible athlete and professional cyclist, Anna Mariah Wilson, also known to those who loved her as Mo, was born on May 18, 1996, in Littleton, New Hampshire. However, she would ultimately grow up in Kirby, Vermont, with her parents, Eric and Karen, and her little brother, Matthew. She really was a superstar, both academically and in athletics. In 2019, she graduated from Dartmouth College with a BA in engineering, all while pursuing her true passion and talent in life, cycling. Cycling was something that she loved right from childhood, and she was committed to pursuing it as a career, a professional cyclist. She was incredible at it. The first time her friend Caitlin Cash watched her race, she was practically moved to tears. Mo was a natural, incredible to watch. She had a very bright future ahead of her. Who knows how far she would have gone in the cycling world if she had only been given the chance. According to Mo's obituary, prior to her death, quote, she rose to the top of both mountain and gravel racing in the nation, having earned numerous victories and podiums. In October of 2021, a then 24-year-old Mo would meet professional cyclist Colin Strickland, who was 10 years her senior. Colin was a big deal in the cycling world, winning the most prestigious gravel race called Unbound in 2019. He was making waves in the bike industry, and he was even sponsored by Red Bull. The pair bonded over their mutual love of gravel cycling. Colin was in the middle of a breakup with his long-term girlfriend, Caitlin Armstrong. The couple had been together for several years, but they had recently separated for a few weeks or a few months, depending on who you ask. Mo and Colin struck up a romantic relationship that lasted for around a week or two. It was fairly casual. Colin lived in Austin, Texas, while Mo was living in San Francisco at the time, so the distance would have been a problem for anything more serious. Still, this fling infuriated Caitlin, who would go as far as to call Mo and harass her, telling her to stay away from Colin because she was the one dating him. Mo and Colin's intimate relationship only lasted about a week or two before she went back home to San Francisco and Colin resumed his relationship with Caitlin. But the jealousy didn't end there, and according to words that came directly from Colin's mouth, he really didn't help the situation. Though he was now back together with Caitlin, he maintained a secret relationship with Mo. At times, it was a friendly relationship. However, at other times, it was, again, intimate. 
Caitlin was very clear with Colin that she did not want him speaking to or seeing Mo, so Colin simply decided to hide his relationship. He changed Mo's name in his phone so that Caitlin wouldn't know that he was still texting and calling her. Still, Caitlin would snoop through his phone, finding messages that didn't sit right with her, and she even blocked Mo's number from being able to call or text Colin. This was not a healthy relationship. It's not normal to have to hide who you're speaking with. It's not normal or healthy to constantly snoop through your spouse's phone to see who they're speaking to and to have to go as far as to block numbers to force them not to speak with them. Caitlin and Colin should have broken it off. Colin should have been upfront with her and Caitlin should have walked away. The only one really left in the dark here was Mo, who was getting mixed signals, mixed messages from Colin. On one hand, he would show her attention and affection. He would call her, text her, meet up with her when they were in the same city. However, he would also try to put space between them, suggesting that they should just be friends instead. It was described as a very much on-again, off-again romantic relationship with Colin pulling the strings behind the scenes. The tragedy of it all is this young lady was just 25 years old. She was incredibly talented, smart, beautiful, and she really could have had any man that she wanted. Unfortunately, she was interested in this giant walking red flag named Colin. Colin was also a very talented cyclist, but he was also a cheater and a liar. I'm not going to let his role in this situation slide. In May of 2022, Mo was going to be staying in Austin, Texas, where Colin and Caitlin happened to live together and share a business because she was there to participate in a bike race in Hico, Texas. Hico, Texas, Hico, Texas. Someone help me out here. Everyone predicted that she was likely to be the winner of this 155-mile rocky race. It was called Gravel Loco because it was extremely difficult. Mo had also been in communication with Colin prior to her trip and while she was there. They texted back and forth with Colin quickly deleting anything that may raise suspicion with the girlfriend that he lived with. If Caitlin was the kind of woman who kept tabs on her man and read all of his messages and blocked numbers from his phone, then she was definitely the kind of woman who watched who he was following on social media. And she would have likely known that there was a bicycle race in town that weekend that Mo would be participating in. So she would have been keeping close tabs on her man. Mo would be staying at the house of a good friend of hers. Another woman also named Caitlin, but it's Caitlin with a C. Caitlin Cash, who I will refer to as Miss Cash, just to avoid any confusion going forward. Miss Cash was the woman who said that she became emotional watching Mo race for the first time because Mo was just so incredible. The pair became very close over the last year or so. A few days before the race on May 11th, 2022, Mo told her friend Miss Cash that she had made plans to hang out with Colin. He was going to be picking her up on his motorcycle and then they were going to go swimming and maybe grab a bite to eat. Of course, he'd have to lie and make up a story to tell his girlfriend. Supposedly, at this point in time, 
Colin and Mo were just friends. They had ended their intimate relationship. It doesn't really matter either way because Colin was making a point to see Mo behind his live-in girlfriend Caitlin's back. At around 5.30 p.m. that evening, Miss Cash left Mo back at her home while she went out with some friends for dinner. Mo was going to be leaving shortly after that with Colin once he arrived to pick her up. Mo had a unique security code to access the home so that she could come and go as she pleased without needing a key. A few hours later, after Miss Cash finished up dinner with her friends, Miss Cash returned to her residence to find that the front door was left unlocked. She walked through the home calling Mo's name, however, there was no response. Miss Cash would find Mo lying in a pool of blood in the bathroom. Beside her body were three bullet casings marked 9mm JAG. Mo was unresponsive, and it appeared that she had been shot twice in the head and once in the chest. So Miss Cash immediately called 911. No one else would be found inside the home, and it didn't appear that anything had been taken other than Mo's bicycle, which ultimately would later be found. Tragically, Mo would pass away from her injuries. When the police arrived on scene, they noted that there didn't appear to be any indication of a break-in. Miss Cash would show the police her phone. Her phone would automatically receive a text message anytime someone either locked or unlocked the front door of her house. Records would show that the door had been locked at 5.55pm, presumably by Mo, when she would have left the home to go swimming with Colin. There was another notification on the phone at 8.36 p.m. indicating that Mo made it home from swimming and was able to get into the home. Miss Cash told investigators about the relationship between Colin and Mo and how they had plans to go out together that evening. Obviously, the police had to speak to Colin. He was presumably the last person to see her alive. While they tracked him down for an interview, they also canvassed the neighborhood to see if anyone in the area had a security camera that may have captured anything. They were in luck. The neighbor next door had a camera that pointed towards a driveway, which was right next to the home that Mo was staying at. So while the camera did not capture who was going in and out of the home, it did capture vehicles and people that might be passing by the home. At 8.37 p.m., just one minute after that notification Miss Cash received that her front door had been unlocked and Mo had entered the home, there was a vehicle spotted driving by the residence. It was described as a dark-colored SUV that had a bike rack on the trailer hitch and a roof rack on top, along with chrome detailing around the windows. The following day, on May 12, 2022, the police went to the home of Colin Strickland to ask him to come to the station for an interview with regards to Moe's murder. Parked in the driveway, they discovered a 2012 Jeep Cherokee with a bicycle rack on the trailer hitch, a roof rack on the top, and chrome-detailed windows. It appeared to them to be the very same vehicle as the one that they identified on that security video. In speaking with Colin Strickland, he appeared to be shocked and completely distraught when they told him the news of Moe's murder. But he was also very cooperative. 
he went down to the police station without incident to answer their questions, and a better picture of what happened quickly became apparent. The 2012 Jeep Cherokee that was parked in the driveway that appeared to be that same vehicle caught on the security video happened to belong to Colin's longtime live-in girlfriend, 34-year-old Caitlin Armstrong. She was the only person who ever drove that vehicle, according to Colin. Colin talked about how they had been together for the last three years, other than a brief couple of weeks in the fall of 2021 when they took a break and he briefly dated Mo Wilson. Colin maintained that it was a very short relationship, and ultimately, he and Caitlin got back together, so he and Mo simply became friends. He said he respected her as a cyclist, and they just had a lot in common, so they kept in touch. My family is getting ready to make a big move across the ocean to a place where English isn't the spoken language. This isn't my first rodeo, so I'm making sure I'm fully prepared by learning the language ahead of time. Sure, I know I can use an app once I get there, but you'd be shocked by how much gets lost in translation. I want to talk like a local, which is why I'm excited to use Rosetta Stone, the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in the language you want to learn and has been a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, and more. Rosetta Stone helps you to think in the language you're learning using an intuitive process that's designed for long-term retention. Their built-in True Accent feature gives you feedback on your pronunciation so that you're easily understood by native speakers. They have convenient desktop and app options, so you can learn on the go, and they offer a lifetime membership that includes all 25 languages at an incredible value. And now you can save even more with 50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Serial Napper listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today today. Sunnier, warmer days are almost here. Why not get a head start on looking and feeling your best this summer by trying something new like Factors No Prep, No Mess meals that are ready to eat in just two minutes? Get a helping hand to meet your wellness goals with Factors Chef Crafted meals that include different nutritional options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Healthy meal planning has never looked so good with Factors Fresh, Never Frozen meals that are also dietitian approved. No matter how busy you are, Factor can help kickstart and maintain a new healthy routine by making it easy to enjoy nutritious meals on the go. Plus, you'll never get bored eating the same thing every day because they offer 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. We're talking restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon, because eating healthy doesn't have to be boring. Personally, 
I love not having to overthink what I'm going to eat every single day because that's half the battle. And I don't have to bother with shopping, prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. But the best part is, these meals are delicious with ingredients you can trust. Crush your wellness goals this May. Head to factormeals.com slash napper50 and use code napper50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code NAPPER50 at factormeals.com slash NAPPER50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Even though Colin claimed that the relationship with Mo was now strictly platonic, Caitlin was still very jealous of Mo and did not want him seeing her ever again. Which is why, when he made plans with Mo on May 11th, he lied to Caitlin about where he was going. According to Colin, he picked Mo up at Miss Cash's residence at approximately 5.45pm on his motorcycle. They went to the city of Austin Deep Eddy Pool to go swimming, and then they stopped by Pool Burger, a restaurant, for a bite to eat and a couple of drinks. While there, Caitlin Armstrong tried calling her boyfriend to see where he was, but Colin did not answer. After they were finished eating and drinking their drinks, Colin dropped Mo back off at her residence where he did not see anyone in the area, and he also noted that the garage door was closed. He said he did not go inside, instead he headed straight home. On the way home, he made a brief stop to send Caitlin a text message that said, quote, Hey, are you out? I went to drop some flowers for Allison at her son's house up north and my phone died. Heading home unless you have another food suggestion. Which was obviously a flat-out lie. There was no response from Caitlin and Colin continued towards his home by motorcycle. He said he arrived at his house at around 8.43pm and Caitlin wasn't there so he sent her another text message which again went unanswered. Then, he said he began working on his bike because he had a race coming up. He would send Caitlin one last text message at about 9.21pm and noted that she returned back to the residence driving her Jeep Cherokee shortly after he had sent the message. Then, they would proceed to have rough sex, which Colin would later say was highly unusual. He described Caitlin as being very aggressive while they were intimate, something that she had never done before. Now the police had a suspect and a motive. Caitlin Armstrong was a jealous woman, betrayed by her boyfriend once again. And she had access to a weapon, a handgun, that Colin had purchased for her just a few years prior. It was time to bring Caitlin into the station, and as luck would have it, there was already a Class B warrant out for her arrest on an unrelated crime. Apparently, Caitlin had some Botox done, and she failed to pay her bill. This warrant meant that the police didn't really need her cooperation. They went right to her house to pick her up to interview her. Detectives asked Caitlin if she knew what had happened in the last 24 hours, and Caitlin responded with a yes. She had heard that someone in the biking community had passed away. According to the police reports, Caitlin sat very still and she did not move while she answered the questions. 
Detectives told her that Colin's name had been mentioned when referencing who the victim, Mo, might be seeing, and that's how her name came up. Caitlin did not respond. Instead, she just continued to sit quietly and look at the table. So they showed her the security camera footage, the video that clearly showed her Jeep driving by the residence that evening. Caitlin did not provide an explanation as to why her vehicle might be there. It was clear that Caitlin was not going to make things easy. Detectives jumped right to the point. They confronted her about Mariah and Colin's relationship and her jealousy over the situation. Caitlin responded in turn by rolling her eyes, and she said, quote, I'm not certain as to even what you mean or what he said because I didn't have any idea that he saw or even went out with this girl as of recently. Of course, this wasn't true. While Colin had tried to hide his text messages between himself and Mo, changing her name in his phone, and deleting any incriminating text exchanges, he forgot about his Messenger app on his laptop. If you're an Apple user, you know that all of those text exchanges that are on your cell phone go right to your Messenger app, which is also on your laptop. Colin's laptop sat in the couple's kitchen on the counter, and Caitlin had access to every single message. So while he was lying to her about where he was, she also saw him communicating with Mo and making plans to link up. In the police interview, Caitlin continued to remain quiet and again offered no explanation for anything. Then she asked to leave, and due to a technicality, she was allowed to walk free. They couldn't stop her. They couldn't hold her. Even though there was a warrant out for her arrest, there was a clerical error on the warrant. Caitlin's date of birth did not match the date of birth on the warrant, so they just had to release her. They had nothing else to hold her at that point. This small clerical error on the warrant would lead to a 42-day international manhunt for Caitlin Armstrong, who decided to get the hell out of there. So who is Caitlin Armstrong? Well, Caitlin was 35 years old at the time that this happened, and she had been dating and living with Colin Strickland for several years. They also owned a vintage trailer refurbishment business together, and she was responsible for accounts payable and other administrative duties. She was also a yoga teacher who owned three rental properties, so she was a woman with drive and goals. And she threw it all away over a man who couldn't even be honest with her. One of the employees from their business, named David, would say, quote, We think we live in a world where we can see crazy on people's faces. Show up at a gas station and there's a guy there on drugs and you think, that face has got crazy written on it. I'm going to go to the next gas station. With this girl, there was not one red flag. Not one. No rage, drama, nothing. Nothing showed out over the last year. And that tells me that there's something buried so deep that Mo being in town lit the wick to everything that was suppressed prior to that. When Caitlin left the police interview, she knew she had fucked up, and it was only a matter of time until the handcuffs were being put on her wrists. On May 13th, Caitlin sells her Jeep Cherokee for $12,200, which she would use to get out of the country. While she was preparing for her escape, 
the biking community began to talk. People were learning that Mo had been killed, shot to death in a private residence while she was in town for the race. The police also released a statement that said the shooting did not appear to be random and that a person of interest had been identified, though no specific name had been given. They really didn't need to release a name because very quickly there were tips coming in that pointed directly to Caitlin Armstrong. The cycling community is a small one. The first tip came from an individual only identified as Jane. Jane was Moe's friend and confirmed that Moe and Colin had an on-again, off-again romantic relationship, which first started back in the fall of 2021 during Moe's first trip to Austin, Texas. Jane recalled several occasions when Caitlin Armstrong would contact Moe to the point where Moe had to block her phone number. Within just the last few months, Jane stated that Caitlin began following Mariah on Instagram and in the last phone call to her, she told her to stay away from Colin. Another key tip came on May 14th and this one was an anonymous phone call to the Austin Police Department. This anonymous person said that they were with Caitlin in January of 2022 when she first discovered that Colin was having an affair with Mo. According to this anonymous person, when Caitlin found out, she became furious, so angry that she was shaking. She also said something to the effect of wanting to kill Mo, which isn't really abnormal. I think many of us would say something like that in this situation without actually meaning it. But Caitlin continued to talk about how she had recently acquired a gun. Actually, Colin had purchased it for her as a gift, and he was very publicly open about his opinion that every woman should own a gun in order to protect themselves. As a side note, in Texas, you can purchase a gun for someone else, no problem. Caitlin didn't even need to give her ID or any other personal information to receive this gun from Colin. Police were able to recover several weapons from Caitlin and Colin's home, including that handgun that Colin had purchased for her. This gun was tested by ballistics to confirm whether or not the markings on the used shell casing would match the markings on the shells that were found next to Moe's body. And in fact, they found the potential that the same firearm was involved is significant. With the surveillance video, the gun, the anonymous tips, investigators had more than enough to make an arrest. However, now they couldn't find Caitlin anywhere. An arrest warrant was put out for Caitlin Armstrong, but it's believed that on May 18th, she used her sister's passport to fly from Newark Liberty International Airport to San Jose, Costa Rica. While Caitlin was now hiding in Costa Rica, her now ex-boyfriend, Colin Strickland, went into hiding, and he put out his own statement, which read, quote, I am reeling from grieving Mo Wilson's death and from the facts that have emerged during the investigation. I cannot begin to imagine the pain felt by Mo's family and her close friends. There is no way to adequately express the regret and torture I feel about my proximity to this horrible crime, I am sorry, and I simply cannot make sense of this unfathomable tragedy. 
Although it will be a matter of small consolation to anyone else who cared for Mo, I want you to know that I have cooperated fully with investigators ever since I learned the terrible news, and I will continue to do so until some form of justice is served. As a point of clarification to facts previously reported, Mo Wilson and I had a brief romantic relationship from late October to early November 2021 that spanned a week or so while Wilson was visiting Austin. At the time, she and I had both recently ended relationships. She returned to her home in California, and about a month later, Caitlin Armstrong and I reconciled and resumed our relationship. Since then, I often saw Mo at cycling events and always in public settings. We both competed in Bentonville, Arizona, Stillwater, and Monterey, California. We also met for a four-hour training ride in Santa Cruz after the Sear Other Classic in Monterey. After our brief relationship in October of 2021, we were not in a romantic relationship, only a platonic and professional one. It was not my intention to pursue a long and auxiliary romantic relationship that would mislead anyone. Mo and I were both leaders in this lonely niche sport of cycling, and I admired her greatly and considered her a close friend. I am deeply grieving her loss. Do with that information what you will. Meanwhile, there was now an international hunt to find Caitlin Armstrong and bring her back to the States so that she could face murder charges. A reward of $21,000 was offered for any information leading to her whereabouts. It would take authorities 43 days to find her, living her best life in Costa Rica, working as a yoga teacher at a surf and yoga lodge. She had changed her appearance substantially, including cutting and dyeing her hair dark brown and undergoing over $6,000 worth of plastic surgery. In my opinion, she was trying to look like her sister, whose passport she still had. And she really does look like her if you compare how Caitlin looks now to her sister. She really was in this for the long haul, running from the horrific thing that she did back home. On July 20th, 2022, Caitlin Armstrong had an arraignment where she was charged with first-degree murder and she pleaded not guilty. Her case is still ongoing, and her trial has unfortunately been pushed back several times. As of recording, her new trial date is set to October 30th, 2023, so it's coming up. She currently sits at the Travis County Jail in Austin, and her bond is set at $3.5 million. So she's going to be there until this finally gets to trial at the bare minimum. Caitlin's attorney, Rick Kofer, said, quote, All I can ask of the press here is that you not consider everything told to you by law enforcement as confirmed and reportable facts. Simply put, there is a lot more to this story than has yet been heard. Colin Strickland has not been charged with any crimes related to Mariah Wilson's murder. I want to be clear here that the police are not looking to hold him responsible for Caitlin's actions. He is not to blame for Caitlin killing Mo. And I'm sure at this point... He's learned a lesson or two about lying, cheating, and pitting women against other women for his own selfish reasons. At the end of the day, though, Caitlin Armstrong is allegedly the woman who followed Mariah home and shot her in cold blood, 
all because she was a jealous woman scorned. Caitlin should have kicked Colin to the curb and then moved on with her life, maybe move to Costa Rica and start her own yoga business. But instead, she took the life of a very promising young woman who got caught up in this man's bullshit. Being beautiful won't keep a man. Neither will money, compliance, having a baby, whatever it is. The only thing that will keep a man is a man that wants to be kept. To throw your entire life away and then to take the life of someone else over the bad behavior of your spouse is senseless. This was not a love triangle. Mo's friends and family have confirmed that at the time of her death, she was not in a romantic relationship with Colin or anyone. She was not the other woman. According to a statement released by her family, Mariah was a talented, kind, and caring young woman. Her life was taken from her before she had the opportunity to achieve everything that she dreamed of. Our family and all of those who loved her will forever miss her. That's it for me tonight. If you want to reach out, you can find me on Facebook at Serial Napper. You can also search for me on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Check me out on Twitter at Serial underscore Napper, or I post things on TikTok, Serial Napper Nick, and that's all one word. If you're watching on YouTube, I'd love if you can give me a thumbs up and subscribe. And if you're not watching on YouTube, just a heads up, I post all of my podcast episodes in video format on YouTube as well. Until next time, stay safe, stay kind, especially in the comments. Bye. I'm Dean, I'm the dad. I'm Laura, I'm the mom. And I'm Crystalyn, I'm the daughter. And together we are... Family Plot! The Family Plot Podcast, a show where we discuss history, folklore, true crime, and the paranormal. Minus all the oogie bits. We are PG-13. I'm almost 15 now. Don't ruin the commercial. Do... Catch us looking into special topics like the origins of fairy tales, Sherlock Holmes, and the trial of Dr. Hyde and Mr. Swope. Find out who Dad Man Crush is. Or what happens in Krista's corner. But behave you two. So come be a part of the fam. Available on Google, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Family Plot Podcast. Bye!